Board round session number 17. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. I hope you're having a great week. I want to thank you for taking some time to join me today. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, as well as the host of many other podcasts at mededmedia.com. This week, we have a good pediatric question with Dr. Karen Shackelford. Karen, welcome back for some more Board Rounds. How are you today? Good, Ryan. So today, uh, this question it's not a tropical med- medicine question, uh, more or less a, a pediatric um, illness that uh, we have a 10-year-old male patient who is evaluated for abdominal pain. He's had for two days and it's kind of diffuse abdominal pain. He's got a rash on his buttocks and thighs um, and it appeared about three days ago. He's also complaining of some pain in his ankles and knees. His past medical history is unremarkable, but he was seen in clinic two weeks ago with symptoms of an upper respiratory infection. Uh, on physical exam, his abdomen is tender to palpation, but no peritoneal signs, no rebound or guarding. He has multiple palpable perforate lesions on his buttocks and upper thighs. Um, with some stichia, his ankle is swollen and tender on the right. There's no warmth or erythema. His knee is tender, but otherwise, um, his exam is unremarkable. And his laboratory studies show a normal CBC, but on urine dipstick, he has microhematuria. So what is the most likely diagnosis? All right, what are our answer choices? Okay, Um, IgA vasculitis, which was formerly Hanox-Schönlein purpura, hemolytic uremic syndrome, Kawasaki disease, or acute post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis? Oh. <laughs> um, so this is, this is a, a hard one. If, if a student, and I, I don't remember these all specifically, but a student who, who may not know uh, potentially right away, like, oh, I know that one, right? All of these answer choices are kind of like, well, that, well, that fits this right. part and that fits this one. And, and so this is one of those answers or questions where you're like, no, why did you have to give me uh, answer choices that, that could potentially fit different symptoms? Um, so that's, that, that makes it really hard when you forget uh, what all of these are. And so, oh, so uh, IgA vasculitis, you mentioned, uh, Kawasaki's acute glomerulonephritis, post-streptococcal um, acute glomerulonephritis, and then hemolytic urine, uh, uremic syndrome. That was the other one you mentioned? Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Um, oh, so the rash. So if I remember correctly, oh, man, I don't remember these. Kawasaki has a rash, I believe. Um, it's interesting because I'm like, well, acute glomerulonephritis. I'm like, why would that cause a rash? So, 
uh, post-streptococcal acute glomerulonephritis. So I'm like, oh, maybe that one doesn't really fit. So I might throw that one out right away um, without kind of knowing anything else. Uh, again, hemolytic uremic, uremic syndrome. Uh, again, I'm like, well, is that, does it have a rash? Like, uh, I'm going to throw that one out too, just because I forget. Um, <laughs> and so I'm left with the vasculitis or Kawasaki's. And I, I'm going to go with the, the IgA vasculitis because it just seems like potentially it fits. But that's just trying to use my old knowledge and, and whittle it down. But let's, let's hear uh, some explanations in the answer from you. Well, you're pretty good. That's what it was. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, I think the thing to remember about, and they are, uh, you know, if you're not doing pediatrics, uh, it, it is hard to remember the, the differences in um, some of these cases. But, okay, so the palpable purpura on the buttocks and lower extremities is one of the uh, criteria that you have to have for Hanuk-Shinlin purpura um, and uh, without thrombocytopenia. And then the other symptoms that this patient has, you can have one or all of these other symptoms, uh, which include like polyarthralgia, usually in the hip, ankle, and or knee joints. Um, GI symptoms that include uh, abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, not ileus or intussusception, um, renal involvement, and... Um, yeah, uh, without thrombocytopenia or coagulopathy, or those are the two big things. So they, the stem mentioned his CBC was normal, mm-hmm. uh, and he did have the apparently the um, proliferative glomerulonephritis, which occurs with IgA deposition uh, in the glomeruli, and that is also characteristic. So Hanuk-Schönlund purpura or IgA vasculitis is um, uh, Lucas leukocytoclastic vasculitis that is, is kind of characterized by leukocytes and monocytes, or neutrophils and monocytes are around the small vessels, the arterioles and venules. And there's IgA deposition. There can be IgG, can be IgM. There is complement C3 deposition. And so if you're going to look at a biopsy, uh, that's basically what you would see. Uh, and the lesions are generally in the GI tract, or in the skin, those are typically the ones that are biopsied. But if the patient does develop the glomerular nephritis, then a renal biopsy obviously shows that. That doesn't develop in every case. Uh, the disorder is self-limited, so treatment is supportive. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's an immune complex thing that occurs usually after uh, an upper respiratory infection. So it has been associated uh, from time to time with, in one case, in one case uh, series with the MMR vaccine, but I don't believe that held up um, in later studies. So primarily the evidence of an upper respiratory infection, also the age group, it's common between the ages of three and 11, although one of the diagnostic kind of criteria, I guess, is that the patient has to be under 20 to for this diagnosis. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then can we go through the other answer choices why why they maybe were uh, potentially a, a a valid choice for parts of it but uh, in the end weren't the right answer? Sure. So hemolytic uremic syndrome. Um actually you mentioned that it probably doesn't have a rash. You can have petechiae purpura uh with that and um although I believe they're non-palpable and they are palpable in Hanuk-Shinlin purpura. So that's kind of a clue, but 
That occurs in hemolytic uremic syndrome due to thrombocytopenia, and this patient has a normal uh, CBC. And again, uh, hemolytic uremic syndrome is usually associated um, with uh, E. coli um, infection mm-hmm. in the you know previous case of diarrhea. So that uh, E. coli 57, E. Yep. coli infection. So that um, there's no history of that. Uh, unexplained bruises. I, I don't think there's any abdominal pain in particular. And again, there. Oh, no, I apologize. There is abdominal pain, but the um, the rash is not limited to the lower extremities and buttocks. I mean, that's for some reason characteristic of HSP, IgA vasculitis. Okay. Okay. Oh, so the next one was Kawasaki um, disease. Usually occurs in children under the age of four. The cases that are presented will usually present with a um, child of uh, Asian descent, I think Japanese is associated with uh, or more prevalent in Japanese children uh, who are at high risk of um, IVIG resistance. So they generally will have conjunctivitis and a fever for more than five days and it's characterized by that strawberry tongue, which is almost invariably mentioned in a test question um, about Kawasaki. The skin manifestations. The skin manifestations are non-palpable purpura. Again, non-palpable. There's periungual desquamation and hand and foot erythema. That is usually mentioned as well. That's kind of characteristic. Um, Yeah. All right. Uh, I think there was one more there. One more. Let's see what what was. Oh, acute post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis. So that can present with hematuria, obviously, and. Since it occur, it can occur after a skin infection, right, uh, or a pharyngeal infection. So that probably was meant to be throw them off with a rash, mm-hmm. um, or you know maybe somebody will consider this because there's a rash involved. As uh, group A beta hemolytic strep, this patient had a previous upper respiratory infection, which could potentially have been caused by strep. But um, arthralgia isn't common, abdominal pain isn't common, and uh, the uh, purpura also are not associated with acute post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis. So those are the answer choices. All right. There you have it. I think I'm starting to get lucky on these. In case you didn't know, I don't know what these these questions are before Karen and I jump on Skype. She just asks them and I uh, try to stumble my way through the question. So hopefully with my rambling and trying to figure out these questions, it will help you with your thought process as well. I got this one right today. I think I got it right for the wrong reasons, but I still got it right. And that's all we care about on the board exam. Let's just get them right so we can get a good score and get the specialty we want. If you are looking for a QBank for your board prep, look no further than Board Vitals. With their amazing QBank of over 1,700 questions for step one, over 1,500 questions for level one with detailed explanations and rationales behind every question, every answer, why it's right, why it's wrong. You will have the preparation you need to succeed on your board exam. Again, go to boardvitals.com. Use the promo code BOARDROUNDS. It's all capital letters, BOARDROUNDS, to save 15% off any of their packages. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. 